0: Hey, welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about all things animals. We are both former zookeepers, and each week we talk a little bit about zookeeping. And, I don't know, we pull back the curtain a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. So let's get grimy. Flora, I feel like it's been uh an eon since i've spoken to you mm-hmm. even though we speak on like five different social media platforms yes. every day yes i just i don't feel as connected <laughs> like what what's new yeah, well, i was like just texting you um like, right I'm right calling you so i don't know why talk to me what's new <laughs> talk what's to, to me you? exactly everything's fine over here at the ram ranch (laughs) the ram ranch (laughs) okay Um, that's good to hear status cool whoa status cool (laughs) whoa um just been hanging out just (laughs) hanging out (laughs) all right man that's it that's all all i need to say (laughs) that sounds great on your end of the country continent country continent it's been so good i have missed you terribly you know every day i wake up (laughs) and i think today would be better if flora was here within Mm -hmm. arm's reach wouldn't it be Mm -hmm. wouldn't it just be so good Mm -hmm. um but it's been actually really lovely i did a lot of like rearranging and aesthetic um, I don't know, planning and designing and things for this little porch that I have. And I'm nice. just setting it up to be the perfect like reading nook. And especially heading into a slightly colder season, autumn. Yeah. I just think it's going to be so nice with a blanket and like a little mug of something. You need a good candle, a good candlestick. Oh, a candlestick. That's genius. What if you just have a whole candelabra? A candelabra? Whoa! and then you <laughs> play the phantom of the opera the moment you step outside there's a light switch you flick it and it just starts playing the phantom of the opera soundtrack and then the lights lights my neighbors are gonna be into that they're gonna be like there's that ghoulish woman again she like, is. here i <laughs> am yeah i think that's a great idea um i made so i got a new crock pot i texted you this is very exciting yes <laughs> I got a new crock pot because I had an older one, and um, during my move, it was it was like smaller, and it was a great size for when I lived in the closet that I lived in. But then it broke in the move, Set. and so I've been I've been waiting to get a new one for a while now, and I got one for my birthday, and so I made it an inaugural um an inaugural feast with my crock pot, you and know, I did barbecue pulled pork. I channeled you because I love that. Yeah, I know that you always make that, and. I don't know. I feel like pulled pork is a cornerstone of our relationship. Yeah, we bonded <laughs> drooling over top of my oven. <laughs> yes. eating. oh my god, pulled pork with our bare hands. Like animals. It was feral. Not, yeah, we no. wouldn't speak. We no speaking allowed. Right. Only grunts and like slurps. <laughs> slurps. Um that's it's it's akin to trauma bonding, I think. Um Yeah. Yeah, so i made that and it turned out really really nice and um i also served it on spooky plates we had some friends over oh. so i put it on spooky plates oh and well, i makes don't know everything just... tastes twice as nice i think so that's what i think so it ended up being very very nice but um here we are here we are <laughs> barely into september and the spooky season has yeah. kicked off it never ended And I don't know. Things are finally at peace. (laughs) The world is healing. (laughs) Is it? It feels so So. bad. (laughs) Uh, So in case anyone is not a patron, hello. If you're not a patron, you should join us on patreon.com slash keeper chat. We talked a little bit about it in our monthly bonus episode and in the last few episodes as well. But we are moving to a Mm. every other week recording cadency. And we're doing this since, I don't know, we've been doing this podcast for like 72 years. Right. And it just felt right. Um, But we're still going to be talking about animals. We're still going to be answering questions. We're still going to be doing the same stuff we do. Imagine if we didn't. Imagine if like three years (laughs) and we just changed the entire podcast. And it became Fortnite. Fortnite. I'm just saying consider (laughs) it. I'm just thinking like... We're just listen. <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility. The title of our podcast on the website is just going to change to "Keeper Chat: colon, Fortnite." <laughs> We're Fortnite into years. a new era, yeah, <laughs> into our in our villain era um, where we only talk about Fortnite. Speaking of, I saw that link that you sent me um, with Gulia Yelps. <laughs> yeah, she looks so good. Yeah, the fan art for Fortnite. Sometimes it's crazy, yo. And so <laughs> someone did Monster High fan art, and it looks legit. It looks so good. It looks so good. Like, imagine her doing a dead drop. I can't. <gasps> I can't, they was Monster meat? High for oh, <laughs> Halloween, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they add for Halloween this year. Last year we got I'm... the Universal Monsters, so we got, like, Frankenstein. Oh, the, Mummy, the classics. The classics. Okay. The Universal Studios Monsters. Um, okay. So this year, if we get... If we get any, if we get anything, I'm going to just sh- scream like I can't handle it. <laughs> I get a whisper of my favorite spooky. time of <laughs> year. What's your favorite classic monster? Don't put me on the spot like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's, fucking know. It's the creature from the Black Lagoon, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, perfect. It's Enjoy Belial, that. the... Um, <laughs> Siamese twin from Basket <laughs> Case that gets removed no! uh, forcibly at the age of 12 and then can, mm. like, mind meld, speak to his brother um, mm-hmm. and doesn't allow him to have sex because Belial can. But, spoiler alert, Belial, r words, a woman loses virginity before <laughs> his brother does. Um, God! A lot of trauma between those two. So... You know, right up there with the mummy, <laughs> Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Yeah, <laughs> <A> Belial. <werewolf. laughs> He's like a meatball with hands. He doesn't have any legs. How he gets around, <sighs> only God knows. Is he like Meatwad from Aqua Teen? He looks exactly <laughs> like Meatwad. Really? Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll send Cute. you a picture. I don't want it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can just go ahead go and keep that. that. <laughs> mm, that's all right. Uh, if you don't find it, that's okay. Speaking of, we're going to be talking, (laughs) we're going to be answering a quick and dirty. So we're going to be talking about a viewer, or I mean, listener, submitted question. Ew, imagine Imagine if if they saw us. us. I can't. If they set eyes upon us, no. I would shrivel and die. (laughs) Please don't look at me ever. I think they would be disappointed. You think so? I don't know. I think they have like this idea of us in their head. Like big booby babes (laughs) behind the microphone. You can just tell from here that my boobs are fucking massive and always bouncing so yeah that that's not what I meant by just but they're not gonna be disappointed in that or <laughs> um, just in other ways I don't know right probably just um the stink it's probably not so good I hate that you sent me that photo wow it's staring me right in the face I hate that he's in a basket I don't like it he that does look like a wad <laughs> I, I hate this anyways okay um so we're gonna be answering this question okay. Jillian Jillian, thank you so much Are you much allowed for... to say their name out loud? They didn't say I couldn't. You said it twice, one more time, and they're going to appear in front of <laughs> me, so you going to be fucking careful. <laughs> oh, that was it. Never again. Thank you, you know who you are, who sent this question in. You know who you and... are, you said their name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were ask- they're asking us um, how diets work at zoos. So they're like, there are hundreds of zoo animals, and how the fuck do nutrition kitchens like- prepare for that because oh. listen they said for example if a frog eats one amazonian beetle in the wild i'm guessing that no one is out collecting those and sending them to the zoo so like how does Ew. that work how do you feed them how do you address all their nutrition needs and is it like replaced by something more accessible like a cricket or a pellet or something so they're looking to i don't know get a little peek inside the kitchen a little diner's drive ins and dives let <laughs> me just the open zoo. the door to my michelin star <laughs> yes. restaurant right located in the back of the zoo culinary culinary um you and i have uh dabbled in the nutrition side of the zoo stuff i mean we've prepared a few diets but we've never been like the you commissary know the commissary keeper. like queen right no, no no i was never queen of commissary i was no. never allowed <laughs> <laughs> they're like this bitch doesn't or have woman. a culinary bone in her body yeah they kicked me out <laughs> you showed up and you're like here's my cooking resume i can make pulled pork and they're like get out <laughs> yeah at the time i entered a building i was like i'm here to make diets they're like just fucking get out <laughs> woman we need to get this get lady it. out of get here Such <laughs> a liability um so I thought that we could maybe talk a little bit about some of the weirdest diets that we've prepared and then okay. maybe some of our animals that have some of like the weirdest diets that we've had to deal with. Um, okay. So what's some of your animals that have had like the most exotic diet you can think of? Um, well, the past like, you know, five years of my 10-year-long career, it was just prepping fish, like, incessantly. So it's hard. <laughs> That's all that comes to mind because um, it was pretty easy there for a sure. while. Sure. Yeah. Because it was all just fish. <laughs> um, the weirdest stuff. Were you, like, filleting them and preparing them, like, sushi-grade fish? Oh, no, they, no. Hell no. <laughs> it's just no. whole-ass fish. They had to eat that thing whole. The thing about penguins and some of those marine life is if the fish is even remotely squinty eyed if it just looks a little sus they're like i'm not eating that i'm um excuse me that fin is missing and i am not gonna eat that i don't know where you got that fucking fish from uh so sending it had back to be, the kitchen i couldn't yeah we couldn't prep it at all the only thing i ever did was like shove 75 meds inside of it <laughs> um and slide it down the throat this fucking russian doll <laughs> of <a> fish <laughs> with like 14 supplements inside <laughs> literally um but, yeah, who else was, like, weird? I mean, some of those birds were fucking weird. Yeah. This little this little bug. Some of them, like, meatballs, and then, like, some of them, the meatball <laughs> can't be a ball. It has to be shredded meat. <laughs> yes. And it has to be in the center of the bowl. It can't be on the side of the bowl. Yeah. I mean, some of the more nitpicky parts are, like, the presentation more than mm-hmm. maybe some of exactly what it is, but... Sure. No, I don't. I can't. Nothing like super crazy comes to mind. I guess like the omnivores would be the most interesting because it would be like fish or chicks, and then like cat food and like, <laughs> and like a biscuit, a, an apple, <laughs> an egg, and an apple, and then like yeah. seventy-five dead mice. <laughs> it's like here you go. Um, Basically, one of those protein boxes from Starbucks. Yeah. What about you? What What comes to your mind? Yeah, I um I have a limited. Uh, experience working with birds, as we all know, but I would agree. I think that theirs was always like insane, especially because they weigh—I don't know—like they weigh like a whisper, that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like not even a unit of measurement. Mm-hmm. So it's like a button. you, would... yes, like a one button. It would be like we need seven eighths of a cricket. Yeah. We need one <laughs> yeah. quarter of a grape. Here is a single papaya seed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like. 13, uh, omnivore pellets. And then we also need mashed sweet potato. (laughs) So it was just like so specific. And then I remember when you were working with some, I think it was like red rough lemurs for a while. I just remember you chopping for like 15 hours. Like you were just like dicing in the tiniest possible little, like sweet skills. carrots, apples, like everything. I was like, Damn. And then at the time, I was working with, like, a giraffe and, like, an orangutan that ate everything whole. And you're just, like, chopping for hours. I had those red river hogs, and they gave birth. And then when we started transitioning to to them to produce, I had, like, 75 (laughs) apples, 75 (laughs) carrots, 75 sweet potatoes. And I had to dice all those. I remember, like, a couple years later, my mom came to visit, and I was cooking, and she was like, wow, you're, like, really good with a knife. And I was like, am I? (laughs) am i really good with a knife <laughs> half my day is spent chopping a sweet potato yeah oh my god you were so quick though it was impressive because you're just like boop 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 and it was like well, i don't know probably four feet of cutting board in front of you and you had like 55 buckets and you're just yeah. like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> i had to be efficient i'm so glad i never cut a finger off. luckily none of the knives were even sharp so it was more about brute force <laughs> like i really just like yeah. tossed it in the air and like karate chopped it with a knife fruit ninja. because it wasn't so yeah. much the blade as it was the force so my right <laughs> arm was extremely muscular yeah my bicep was out of this world <laughs> she knocked you out you came girl. in and got like two heads of lettuce and then you pick up just like a ball of meat that came yeah. from a tube that all you had to do was open and then i'd literally be in the commissary kitchen for like three and a half hours and i was like all right see ya I had, I had hippos and monkeys And those Red River hogs at the same time that I had, I don't know, 55 sock. I mean, luckily, their grain was pretty easy, but. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the disparity between those diets was um, (laughs) pretty pronounced. It was insane. (laughs) I do love, though, like you said, with um, some of the large, like. Omnivores, you, it, their diets are insane. But a lot of times, it's just like throwing a bunch of shit in a bucket, and then they're just yeah. like, "Hell yeah, I'm about to shred this bucket!"
1: Yeah. Like when
0: we were working with bears, it was like five oranges, four apples, a meatball, um, an fucking egg, Atlantic biscuits. Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it was just like, "Oh, also a sweet potato. Oh, also, um, something fucking fun. How about some?" Mixed greens. You want some crickets? Yeah. Why not? The skin <laughs> of a horse, anything. frozen into a taquito. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, the burritos. Those are fantastic. So those are always fun because I just feel like I felt like I was playing one of those fair games where I had to yeah. like, throw things in a in a like bucket and like make it, and I would just work on my aim. Yeah, and be like, apple meatball. Some a <laughs> you little know, more fun. I know that you and I both kind of had an awakening when we joined the zoo field because. We both worked with carnivores, like, large carnivores pretty early on, Mm -hmm. and learning, like, what they eat in, uh, like, a zoo setting was, I don't know, not what I expected, but it makes sense. No, I mean, it does, (laughs) but, like, ew. Yeah. So, I guess to answer your question, person that submitted this, in the case of a lot of, like, large carnivores, they have, like, a specialized diet, even though they're eating other animals. It's usually like a Sika deer if you're in Asia or like, you know, like a fucking mill guy or something. And we obviously don't import some fucking gazelle to feed like a lion. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there has to be an equivalent. And a lot of times that equivalent is horse. And so um, horse is like made into ground meat and like different types of like shredded meat or you can like live butcher And whatever. But for me, I didn't even consider that because I was just like, oh, it's just meat, right? And then we actually got into the nitty gritty and I was like, oh, it's a fucking horse. Oh, okay. Well, I thought that (laughs) was way normal. Well, I okay. So my first two places, we did our own butchering. Mm -hmm. To me, that was perfectly normal. I was like, I kill stuff first part of my job <laughs> that's part I, of it <laughs> i kill more than i take care of at this point yeah. i yeah. spend half my day inside of a horse rib cage correct and that's just like what my life is and then mm-hmm. my third no my fourth facility because the third one was all fish mm-hmm. then fourth one they were like here's this tube of meat <laughs> that has been processed <laughs> and stinks like absolute shit and it's so drippy and nasty it was and wet. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa! That was what was like disgusting to me. It smelled like shit. It was those Nebraska and those other brands, yeah, freaking meat tube. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the ground those things ground are horse. so <laughs> nasty. This like they stink. Yeah, no, and Something they have the right. chunks of like charcoal in it too. Yes. Ooh, and then you'd always get you'd always end up finding like a chunk of cartilage, um. a huge chunk of <laughs> cartilage. <laughs> I agree. I feel like it was, mm. I don't know, more pleasing to just be able to kind of like butcher it and be like, this is a horse steak, and then you like feed out the steak. Yeah, and it but then when you're like- you were making it, you're like, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah, I remember you and I would be like butchering, and we're like,
1: what, what are is are low-key
0: slapping? Like, I know. I would be down for some ribs. What about you? It's so rare. <laughs> <laughs> this looks delicious. I'm salivating. Yeah, there are a few times I was just be like. Like you said, like, inside that horse, cutting, like, the back straps. And I was like, oh, The back strap was so <laughs> rich. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy. And um, then you open a tube in Nebraska, I would rather gouge up my eyes <laughs> exactly. and throw up forever. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. Actually, I would rather not deal with that. Um, it was much more pleasing to have, you know, the fresh steak. Um, and then. We also prepared, at one of our places, um, rabbits and chickens as mm. well. Um, yes. Which was <laughs> just murdered stuff, dude. 99% of my day was just killing something yeah. else to feed something else. Yeah. And so I guess that's certainly not the case in a lot of zoos. Um, we were in, like, this rugged outback. <laughs> where the fuck <laughs> we were. We were just out in a field. We are at a slaughterhouse, um, actually. Come to find out. Yeah. Low-key. <laughs> uh, but most zoos, you're not... Um, you're not killing much. You're killing like bugs, I guess. You might be. Yeah, we had our own beetle farm, so I guess you know when you're talking about the specific beetle from Malaysia, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, you're probably just feeding you know regular mealworms or beetles. The we crickets. had the yeah yeah we had the
1: beetle bugs
0: grew. I guess it was a mealworm and it grew into a beetle. I don't know if that's a specific kind. I didn't really okay. care. Yeah, but anyway, you had to like dig out all the larvae and separate them. Like, change mm-hmm. all their bedding and cut yep. the fresh produce. Yep. And that was our commissary keepers. She was so good and she was so specific about how it needed to be done. And she had oh, perfected it. Amazing. And then the moment we touched it, she would just like, you're fucking up my bug suit. <laughs> and, like, we would try to help and then she be like, you're fucking up <laughs> Get out um, of my bugs. <laughs> one thing that I think is pretty rampant with, in my experience, is that commissary keepers are treated like shit and they're paid like shit. Yeah. And, yeah, they're the thing. They're the literal heart of the zoo. Like they need, all the animals need food. Yes. And they're literal angels because they like deal with all of our weird diet requests. Like if you have a sick animal and you're like, Mm -hmm. I need 45 bananas stat. They're like, okay, we'll make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Or they're like, one of our carnivores is sick. We need some like specialized meat. And they'll like go out and find it. Like they are the gems. They will do like everything and anything. And then you're right. It's like the keepers just kind of swoop in and grab what we need and take off and then they're like bye i'm still here and then what? you know if they do deal with like live colonies of insects or mice or rats or whatever then they're also maintaining that so they're you know like yeah. they really are kind of just have their little fingers and everything <laughs> yeah they usually i mean yeah and then i when i was at a bigger zoo i was at a smaller zoo and the commissary keeper was like my best friend so i was in there all the time fucking up her shit but it was fine because like <laughs> her bugs she had to tolerate she had to tolerate me uh, but when I went to a bigger zoo, I was like, okay, well, the commissary keepers are where it's at. Like, obviously, I'm going to make friends with them. Yeah. And they're the best. They know They know all of the gossip, please. They know <gasps> all of it. They're yes! the central. Location. Oh, my God. They know everything. So, if yes. you need the hookup, you've got to get in with the commissary keepers so i went to this bigger zoo and i was like commissary keepers stat every time i went in there for fish i was like chatting them up they were always super fucking nice yes i know everything yes like they're always the nicest people and they would be like wow you're like team and you guys are like really nice to us like the other people aren't and i'm like i'm gonna go around and kick this shit out of every zookeeper here what are you Seriously. other zookeepers who make i don't know a dollar more than you are acting like they're on a high horse for what like we need to calm down. That's we that zookeeping Kool Aid, though. You know, it is. it's just like I, be- I worked directly I- with the animals. It's like okay, I anyways. Know. And anyways. I think because sometimes commissary keeping can be like the gateway into the animal keeping. Like a lot mm. of those people mm-hmm. want to become zookeepers, and so then people like hold it over them. Like I got in and you didn't, and it's like okay, well. <laughs> They have a thousand more skills and also a knife. So why are you treating him like shit? (laughs) Yeah, dude. They're literally like out here fucking – it's like Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) We're preparing all these diets. Yes. (laughs) And they're doing all this stuff. And – okay. And if you're working at a zoo that's lucky enough to have a dedicated commissary or like nutrition kitchen – then they're also the ones a lot of times that are dealing with all the like grain deliveries. A lot of times they deal oh, with like the yeah. hay deliveries. Yes. They might be working with like your horticulture team if you have one to get like different yep. brows for all of your animals that need like different leaves and shit. Like yeah. they are the literal heart of the zoo. And you can't tell me yes. otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> they're and so one of those cool. Zoos- One of the zoos I was at did this, like, fucking scam thing where we were city employees, and so we made a lot of money, but then Mm. the commissary keeper was hired by, like, the non-profit side of the zoo, which wasn't the city, so then they could pay them below what the city's minimum wage was. So even though the keeper was running the entire kitchen, all of like what (gasps) you're saying, basically was the commissary manager, right? Like, she did all of the meat, the transportation, got, like, everything, did the diets, did the fucking nutritional things, made the entire SOP, like, food book. <gasps> I don't even know, dude. Everything. Was managing volunteers and interns, all of this stuff. And was making, like, half as much as all of us. Oh, like, my God. was absolutely horrible. It was so horrible. And then it was just, like, the worst part, even if all of that was true, like, having your peers recognize that would mm-hmm. mean so much, right? But yeah. then the supervisors and stuff, like, nobody – it was obviously out of like our direct supervisor control, right? It's the fucking city versus this weird fucking scam that they have. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it was like even even the people above her were just like, "Oh, you just run the kitchen. Just then you try it, bitch, for a yeah. day. Oh my god, fucking, seriously, ass would explode. The moment so, you in, your ass would explode. So many moving parts. There was, um, do you remember oh when god. we worked at that one zoo where we ended up? like rotating out of routine and we would like work and prepare everyone's diets for a day. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was like, I forgot you, about that. You, did did I l- ever get in rotation? <laughs> did I ever do that? I think you did it like once. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did that. Like, I, I do not I have that. the time. Um, But it literally took all day and th- that zoo wasn't even that big. And Like those diets weren't even as specialized as some of the other diets and animals that we've like dealt with. But even still, because you're there's like specific biscuits that are formulated for different types of animals. You have to get like Mm -hmm. a certain type of chow. You have to like thaw meat and prepare for the next day. You have to make sure fish are ready have it's you ever lot. played overcooked because it's literally it's overcooked it's exactly overcooked. what it is yeah it's you're like overcooked that's <laughs> exactly the, what it is the more you do it it's obviously it gets easier because you're memorizing it. Mm-hmm. that's why those commentary people are so fucking efficient is they have everything memorized they know what yeah. every fucking animal gets but the moment you walk in and you don't know <laughs> you have like, seventy-five thousand oh. recipes <laughs> yeah. there's 30 people in the kitchen and half of it's on fire because you're playing overcooked. Yes. Like, it's too much. It's and too much. like, um, because a lot of times they will weigh out specifics, right? And that's the other thing that I don't think people realize is there is so much preparation and it is so specific when they're doing these types of diet prep that it's mm-hmm. like this particular lemur needs 13 grams of banana a day like that's probably a lot but like no more no less and so they're (laughs) sitting there and they're like perfectly weighing out this for like this lemur and that's for every animal in the zoo it has like a specialized diet according to Mm -hmm. like what they need and then if there's stuff that's like some weird beetle they can't find or whatever they find like an equivalent and then a lot of the nutrients and stuff come from like um, mass-produced biscuits. Like, I know – I think Missouri makes, like, most of those, right? They've, Right. I think they've got the cornerstone on that market. But then, of course, there's, like, supplements and stuff, too. If you have an animal that has, like, a specific nutritional or, like, health need, they might get, like, one blueberry. <laughs> so you have to find, yeah. like, the perfect blueberry. And so they're doing all of that. And it is, like, so amazing because they might be dealing with thousands of these, like, animal recipes and they're just, like, prepping everything and then a lot of times they handle like all of the um, supplements and stuff that you need to order as well. So mm-hmm. like we would always go through commissary if we needed like Benefiber or something for our animals right. or like a yeah, specific same. type of, you know, whatever. And- Metamuse salt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I just think it's like amazing. And I always love like the very, I don't know, just the very like organized and person who like loves to just like follow a specific order yeah, of things. It's cause I it can be fun loved it. if you yeah. have
1: time <laughs> so to good.
0: fucking do it. Right. If, if you're then, not on a the time thing crunch. is is that they're like, "Here's 8 hours. Here's 6,000 animals. Yes. All of them are different. Also, here's $8." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh Bye, fucker. <laughs> good fucking luck. Um if you don't meet all the nutritional needs of this animal, you're fired. <laughs> And my every god. 10 minutes a new zookeeper from another department is going to come in and demand something of <laughs> yes, you. Good I know. luck. Good fucking luck. Oh Bye. my god. Yeah. Oh, I know. I just I love I love the nutrition kitchen. I think it's so cool and I like I don't know. I just think it's like if you like that to- that side of like organization and you like being involved in animal care like that. Mhm. You should look into it. I don't think the pay is great. I think that's, like, a zoo-wide thing, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it's pretty horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I (laughs) – but if you're looking for, I would say, like, an option to kind of, like, get involved in the zoo field or, like, if – I don't know, if that kind of, like, role floats your boat, I would definitely look out for it because, I mean, Mm -hmm. regardless of – whether or not you decide you want to like pursue keeping, like I don't, I don't see nutrition kitchen as like a stepping stone into keeping. I think it's like its own badass fucking job. Um, and if it's something you're interested in, you should go for it because I know that find a zoo that the commissary is part of the the same city employees. Find a city zoo. <laughs> yeah. They're like union don't, half the time. Don't get fucked by <laughs> some <a> weird loophole. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't fall for the scam. Um, I remember I worked at one place that. We had main wolves, and the first day that I was working in that area, we had – it was, like, the most cracked out (laughs) – like, the person preparing that bowl for them was, like, insane. So they were like, okay, first off, you're going to take this, like, biscuit, and there's, like – they get 12 of these. And I was like, okay. And they're like, this one gets 12, this one gets 14. I was like, okay, I've got my two bowls. Here we go. And then they're like, now you're going to take a fish oil capsule. You're going to poke it once and you're going to drizzle the fish oil over the biscuits. I was like, okay, done, done. And then they're like, next up, we have the supplement powder. You need to sprinkle that on. They don't like the supplement powder. So you're going to need to then follow it up with some meat and you're going to be making biscuit meatballs. If they see a single dust speck of this supplement powder they will not eat any of it so you have to make sure that it's like from thoroughly combined and i was like okay okay i'm writing this down <laughs> and they're like next we crack an egg next we have four berries next we have shredded lettuce you need to make sure it's shredded finely enough and i was like oh my god and it just went on and on it was like a laundry list of things um are insane yeah and it just became Ours- like the preparation from hell <laughs> i remember uh one of the ones that i volunteered with a long time ago she has passed mm-hmm. uh, she was so sweet so oh, sweet baby. um but she got a bunch of coconut oil for god knows why but now <laughs> it's lubing them I, up. whenever i think of them i think of coconuts because it's so it was so smelly and yeah. everything everything smelled like coconuts and she smelled like coconuts Everybody yes they like coconuts oh and it was so nice that's so cute oh <laughs> coconut queen Oh, the coconut queen. I love that for her. (laughs) Rip. Rest in peace, our coconut queen. She was super sweet. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, there's some animal care manuals where Mm. the nutritional guidelines are kind of laid out. I think a lot of it is word of mouth. I remember back in the day, back in the... Dizzy. Back Mm -hmm. when zoos were competitors and not friends, they would like (laughs) guard their shit with their life. Like if you had animals breeding, yeah, and you know they were thriving on a diet, you wouldn't tell anyone, which is horrible. But that's how they used to run. Now it's way more. A lot of sharing. Obviously, you know if you're going to conventions and stuff, Mm -hmm. people would talk about diets a lot. I've seen people on those Facebook groups asking. You know, like, what have you used to medicate this animal or this animal or this animal? You know? <gasps> yeah. Like that, that's the other thing nice. I was going to say is like, commissary is also there. Um, in case you you have, like, a tricky animal that you need to get medicated. And they do fucking God's work by, like, making sure that you have options ready to go. Like, I remember one time we were trying to medicate this gorilla and we had tried everything. And they kept going to the store and, like, they're like, here's peanut butter. Here's, <laughs> like, ketchup. Mm-hmm. Like, here's, like, all this stuff. And then we were just trying every single thing. Um, and we ended up finding, like, a specific juice that this gorilla liked And they just made sure to have it on hand. I was like, you guys are literal angels. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, That was the other fun part, though, is like on the keeper side of things, trying to hide medication (laughs) that I feel like is a skill in itself. I think that there is honestly like a job in the market for someone who could just come in, come up with the perfect concoction and then just peace out. (laughs) Do you learn how to medicate that fucking zebra? Do you remember that? Yes! going to kill myself. <laughs> oh my god. It was like, I that's one zebras. of the most frustrating fucking things. It's like, if they're not shifting and they're not eating the medication you need to have, because then you end up spoiling out medication, they don't get what they need, they become righteous bastards about it. <laughs> I had to deworm an entire mixed hoof hoofstock field. Like It felt like every fucking month. Yes. I don't remember what our wormer rotation is, but it, every time I turned around, it was like, Okay, get each one of these to eat this specific squirt of, like, ivermectin or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill myself. There's, like, 50 of stock in this. <laughs> and then, like, so if so you horrible. if you look at one of them too long, then one will attack it. And so you yeah. have to, like, <laughs> it's horrible. You had to, like, drop stuff and walk away and pretend, like, you weren't medicating them. Because also, if you stopped to, like, watch them eat, they would yes. look at you and be, like, oh, bitch, I'm on D. Sus. You. Yeah, completely. They're, like, I'm never eating that again. I'm mm. never eating that again yeah or um yeah you had to just be like oops i didn't mean to give you that and then they're like oh i want it and they eat it yes. and then but if you're yeah if you're sitting there watching them they're like no that's poison and i'm also never gonna eat from you again <laughs> <You're> like, god <laughs> yeah, damn it actually, die today i will never look at you again <laughs> there was a lemur that i volunteered with too at that same place and this is my first experience with any kind of like primate persimian thing with a brain and hands and thumbs and it's shit too much so um they were I, I don't know what was wrong with him. I can't remember. It was, it's an elderly... Um, what kind of lemur was he? Just don't a even big old know. fuck. I think it was black and white. Yeah, I don't even remember. Mm. But uh, he... They gave him a grape, I think, with his meds in it. Okay. And the little fucker went and sat in the middle of the room, mm. picked the grape out with his fingers, and dropped the pill in the drain and <laughs> ate the grape. I had never seen anything like that before and i lost my mind what a (laughs) shithead it was so on purpose and it was so evil and (laughs) i just couldn't yeah i I hate that and that's the other thing if you're trying to medicate an animal a lot of times of course you don't want another animal eating it and so if they're living in a group of some kind then oftentimes you have to separate them so that another animal can't physically get it if that animal drops it But then the moment you separate them, the animal's like, I'm getting medicated. I'm not eating anything. Mm -hmm. Or they'll just take it and they'll put it in a corner and then you can't ever get it, right? Or I've had it before where an animal, I'll have like, like we'll like train them to be semi-separated where they'll have like a door crack that they can come and go, but the others can't come in. Um, And so we just like work up the trust until they go in there, and then they're like, yeah, I get these treats, and then hopefully never find out they're being medicated. But Mm -hmm. then they'll take it, and then they'll just pass it through the door, and someone else on the other side will just take this (laughs) medicated banana. I'm like, no! What the fuck? (laughs) Please don't! (laughs) Yeah, they're the pits. Man, that's what I like about penguins, because even though they bite the shit out of you, um, you can also just rip their mouth open (laughs) and shove (laughs) a pill down their entire throat. And then let them go, and it's... Try getting that up, bad boy. That's I push him all the way down, <laughs> your little gob. You cannot get that bag up. <laughs> just try, you'll catch. Yeah, or you just give them. Just I mean, I'm telling you, like Gill to fucking anal fish. This is like a pill pocket. Like it's more pill than fish. It's not even a and then when that slides back down, you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, I miss the hell days yeah. when I could just like add 15 pills to a banana, and a giraffe, like, gobbles it whole. And yeah. then now I'm trying to crush up, like, a quarter tablet of some fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And this animal's like, no, I won't. I had an <laughs> elderly whale that needed – I mean, it's a whale, right? They don't make whale meds. I think I've told this story before. Yeah. So they needed, like, 70 of the pills. <laughs> um And Absolutely they did not have an appetite. Yeah. So – They were like, okay, well, we can't – the pills are super expensive, so we can't pre-pill the fish because if they don't eat, then we're wasting all the pills, and that literally just costs, like, a ton of money because it's so expensive. Yeah. Um, So we have to go out 50 pills in hand with a fish, prime them, see if they'll eat. If they do eat, pill the fish instantaneously, (laughs) shove it in their mouth, and see if it will, like, slide down. Oh, my God. I was the <laughs> fucking intern, bro. I was, like, shaking. I had, like, $700 worth of pills in my hand, and I'm shaking. And they're like, she ate the fish. And I was, like, pilling as fast as I can. And the director was, like, like, was the curator. And she was like, you're fine. You're fine. You're doing really great. I was like, oh, my God. She doesn't eat that. They're going to kill me. Anyway, she ate it. Yeah. And then, and then at the, and the flip side too, like, they're like, okay, commissary specially ordered us 300 fish. It's going to take 299 fish for us to like medicate this animal. We can't waste a single fish. And you're like, oh oh my God. Okay. And then after that, I went and worked with penguins and they're like, can you put three of these in a smelt? I was like, I can put a hundred of these in a smelt. I have been through hell i've seen <laughs> hell and i've pilled hell and i've returned from the other side listen I up can put i can put anything inside anything, of anything. <laughs> yeah hand me any one item and any fish and i will put it inside that That's fish. Your magic act yes <laughs> i can take Brew. anything and put it in a fish fucking <laughs> Just Just try, try me, me. <laughs> try me and for it to look indistinguishable that that fish has nothing missing. Right. And it looks fucking perfect. And it looks normal as Just hell. Just you wait. Completely Just normal. Just you wait. Yes. Yeah. I got really good at the same thing um, with like banana. Um, So I would core out the top of the banana, crush, you know, whatever shit I'm putting in there, and then put it down into the banana and poke like small holes, like toothpick holes down. So it would kind mm-hmm. of like ooze into the banana. And then I would mm-hmm. kind of mash up the top of the little hole where all the toothpick holes were and then I would have to replace the disc of banana that I cut out of the top (laughs) perfectly and make sure that that lined up with all the like seeds of the banana (laughs) and at the same time making sure that like I have not tarnished the peel everything looks perfect the top doesn't pop out I would just casually be like, oh, whoops, did you want this banana? And the animal would be like, oh, you want yeah, this whole thing. I found it on the floor. <laughs> oh, oh my God. What? A, I have an extra banana. Here, I guess you can have it. And they're like, <laughs> but yeah, if I make eye contact when I hand it to them, they're like, this is poison. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not going to interact with you for three days. <laughs> I'm like, great. <laughs> so good. It's crazy. But oh, I heavily. do think that the nutrition kitchen people are. Saints. I love and that you angels. said that. Nutrition kitchen. Is that what they called it? We didn't. We we called it commissary. Oh, I guess I. I don't know. I popped around. Nutrition kitchen. It sounds like it's Bear the Big Blue House. <laughs> Up next, we have Nutrition <laughs> Kitchen. Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> I just think that they work so hard and they don't get enough credit. And if you work yes, at a zoo, and. Agreed you interact at all with your commissary people you should give them a round of applause every time you see them because they're so yeah. amazing and they keep the zoo give them running gifts oh you should give if them you gifts. Don't give them gifts my <laughs> okay i'm not like a great gift giver but i would give my commissary keeper everything that i would find in the zoo like i was like a little crow and i would bring her all the shiny things that i found in the zoo and then she would hang them up in the commissary <laughs> And so she had the most outrageous things, like Pokemon cards and, like, little knickknacks and little toys and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this has been going on for three years. I think I've told this story before. But I found this one, like, I think a child was in therapy or something, and we found their, like, drawings from therapy, and it was... It was just, like, a grid, and it was all their moods. Yeah. But one of them was, like, sad and angry, and it was just, like, this demon, like, black <laughs> hole. Like, actually, like, when oh, no. you're watching a horror movie, like, you're watching Antichrist, no. and this child drew this. Um, and so we had that hanging up in the commentary oh. for, like, a year. <laughs> a mood. Like, right above <laughs> the microwave, it was just, like, anger. Hey, can you grab the, the cooked potatoes out of the anger microwave? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right next to that drawing of Satan. <laughs> Yes, I think everyone should give gifts to their commissary people. Um, yeah, they deserve lunch, all the credit, and they deserve and they help. Them, a raise, yeah. help them clean. Yes, help them sanitize. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't walk in there when they just mopped. You fucking animal! Please. <laughs> please, please, please don't please don't order something from them when they're already busy and tied up on things. Be yeah. nice to your local commissary keeper. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have an animal that had anything? Like, I mean, when neither of us worked with pandas. I guess we worked with red pandas. We had to cut bamboo for them. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's anything like I had to get a gold beetle shipped in from <laughs> Africa. You know, right, I mean, right. I, don't think, I mean, I think pandas, we grew our own bamboo. Yeah. To feed those little fuckers. Yeah. Um, the apes I worked with had to have brows as part of their diet. Um, yeah. So we, that was like something that we cut, but. I don't know if there's anything, like, super, super specific um, that wasn't, like, I guess, slightly accessible. Like, some stuff was weird, but yeah. that was what the yeah. commissary was for, is so they could, like, they gather the make, weird like, things. They <laughs> even fucking anteater chow, dude. Yeah. They make that insectivore chow that you yeah. soak, and it becomes, like, pudding, and the just like... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> that was Nasty. so foul. Yeah, and they make that... They have that, like, nectar, whatever, that you give to birds it's that nectar it's like that powder and you mix it with water that lorikeet next oh yes they have that that's my trigger word don't (laughs) say the l word to me lorikeet i go into a fugue state when i hear that word flora just starts tearing posters off the wall (laughs) i tear my own skin off you're gonna you're gonna draw that child the angry sad (laughs) satan face (laughs) And you go to art therapy after this. This has been too much. Ditto that, dude. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening this week, learning a little bit more about animal commissary keepers, the angels of the zoo. And thank you for the question. That was so good. If you have a yeah. question that you would like answered on the show, you can send that to keeperchat at gmail.com. And we'll be getting to it, honey. So anything you've wanted to know. Let us know. We'll <laughs> tell you and if you didn't want to know. <laughs> That's true. We'll force it down your throat just like a pilled up fish. <laughs> if you want to join us on patreon.com slash keeper chat, we would love to have you. If you haven't had enough keeper chat, you actually get access to bonus episodes. Oh my god. Our last bonus episode was weird, but it was great. It was so good. <laughs> it was very good. We did the corpse flower. We did a plant. First plant on the show. Can you even believe it? So if... A that plant. sounds right up your alley. You should check that out. And we appreciate it's all of our patrons. no animals left. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we've actually gone through every single animal on the planet. So we're now diving into plants. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but we love all of our patrons. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. If you want to listen to other Keeper Chat episodes, you can do that at KeeperChatPodcast.com or any podcasting platform. And please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We do a lot of things. And... I don't know. It's worth following, I guess. (laughs) Uh, That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll smell you later. Bye. Bye.